Welcome to Will We Catch Them All? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we will cross every gate, dot every I, collect every star, and um, New Game Plus it all the way to the finish line. Jonathan. That was my treasure chest opening. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, So recently I've been addicted to a new mobile game. It's the Harry Potter Mm. Hogwarts mystery game. I'm so sorry. Which sort of takes place... The what seven years before Harry comes to school is the mystery. How are they still cranking out content? No, the mystery is how do I continue to not give them my credit card information? Oh, it's one of those. Uh, yeah. So I found uh, I was you know how like you're just on social media and sometimes a video pops up and it's mm-hmm. just like oh. So I was watching this video about this website. Yeah. Um, which in its in essence is a completely hack website. It's, okay. It's like uh, it's Hogwarts tips.app Ew. yeah it's just an awful website and so this guy's like so let me tell you how this works and so you literally uh link it to your account oh no don't and do then, that and then uh one out of three times i was told uh it asks you to verify that you're a human why it needs that yeah. because you're hacking into a game anyway yeah where you have to download three available apps that are on there no um and then once you played them or had them turned on for at least no 30 minutes jonathan uh the it will then hack into the game and give you as many gems as you want all right i'm going to i did not do it i just want to say like but like how crazy is that and how many people did it because i didn't want to have to break your phone on the show again that but you can't you can't do that it's crazy yeah uh I don't know, man. I'm proud of you for uh, continuing to try to fight the man in terms of these free-to-play games. That... I'm only in year three. Here's here's the thing. When it comes to free-to-play games, like there's no satisfying ending. There isn't. The satisfying end to the game is when like you drop your phone down a toilet and forget that you had the game. So when you get a new phone, you're free from it. It's got to, It's good storytelling. All Harry Potter things are good storytelling. I bet there's some bad versions of some Harry Potter things. They're relying well, on yeah. the fact that you like the story that you already know. Right. And uh, I mean, that's that's with any good branded yeah. experience. They're leaning on the things that you, you expect to see and are happy when you do see them. And in the middle, they can put whatever shitty game mechanics they want and uh, just hit you with those little endorphin blasts yeah. when you, you finally wait the 45 requisite minutes after clicking uh, start work to uh, get the, like, you got a wand or whatever. I don't know how this game works, but I, but I know how all there's, these games there's work. There's a lot of energy that you use up real yeah. quick, and then you just, you every two hours. Sit on your butt. Uh, so how, how are things with you? Uh, things are pretty good. I am uh, really running out of steam on Mario Odyssey. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming over and helping was fun. work on some of those cleanup moons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do it on this one. Uh, after playing through that level on the darker side of the moon a little bit, uh, I've just realized like, I don't think I have the patience for this Mm -hmm. game anymore. 
There's so many uh, Mario bits that are like super fun to figure out mechanically, and then they put them on a timer, and like one mistake equals death, and it's not. I mean, it's not it's, fun anymore. And I, I know you you get tired of me connecting everything to Mario Maker, but then you get all those new Super. I mean, Mario. that was a big part of your life. It was and a big part of our podcast. <laughs> but new- I still can't believe we did 50 solid episodes on your Mario Maker experience, and then 51 was seven months later when I finally picked it back up and decided. Yeah hey, let's try to get to Super Expert. So mm. I haven't beaten Super Expert, not touching that one. But, you know, they have all these, like, speed runs, yeah. like 50-second and stuff, and, and I think Mario's just, you know, Nintendo's like, ooh, we can do this too. Right, let's just build it into the game. Let's just do it. Uh, and then it's official so that you can feel really bad because then it's like, well, they took the trouble to build it into right. the game. So they must have tested must have it. Wanted it. It must be possible. Anyway, speaking of... Uh, well, speaking of our podcast, uh, this... Our guest today is going to be uh, taking things all the way back. All the way back. To uh, actually where the title came from. Before they were born. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, unless there's anything else. No, let's just get to it. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, everybody. I the very best. Like no one ever was. Lean in. Turn, turn, turn on. To catch them is my real quest. To train them is my cause. Da-da. Pokemon. No. Well, that was, that was it. I just want to skip ahead I before we it. get sued. Uh, great. Yes. Jonathan uh, giving everybody some hint art <laughs> right there. Uh, our guest today is uh, an expert in the Pokemans. H- hello. Uh, welcome, Asher, to the show. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. We're excited to have you, Asher. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I think one of the biggest questions that we, we should ask, especially when we're talking on this subject, is have you caught them all? I've only ever filled up my uh, national decks once, and wow. that was in uh, Gen 3. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Gen 3 was, um, I'm going to get this wrong, it's not gold, silver. Uh, I don't know. Is that diamond? Mm-mm. No, you're you guys got either side. It is a uh, <laughs> ruby sapphire and emerald. ruby sapphire. Okay, emerald. okay, nice. Uh, how about how long did that take you? Well, uh, I didn't finish until like 2014, mm-hmm. and I got it when it came out. Okay, so I guess that's like I don't know, like nine years. Yeah, okay. but that's okay. I mean, especially for the fact that. That's one of the hardest things to do in that game, mm-hmm. um, in this series, yeah. is to collect all of them. Um, well, whether it's yeah, I mean, like any any game where you're completing is always going to be like chasing down those last difficult things. Yeah. But in a game like like Pokemon, um, you've probably experienced every line of code in that game by yeah. then, because that's that is that is the only point is to have hidden Easter eggs and ridiculous stunts that you have to do and uh, strange requirements that you have to meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, I guess uh, it sounds like you, you were already into Pokemon when that came out. Yeah. Uh, so when when did you get into Pokemon? Uh, I had my first Pokemon game when I was like three years old. Nice. Uh, yeah. And that was uh, when Crystal came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was playing through Crystal. Uh, or maybe it was 2000 either way. Uh, and uh, I, was, I was playing through them and uh, I just started off from there. I started in Gen 2, went back to Gen 1, and mm-hmm. then kept going, played through everyone. Nice. Did you ever have one of those moments where you're like, I wish I had a second Game Boy so you could just trade between Oh, I did have a second Game Boy. There it is. Uh, I stole my brother's. Okay, perfect. You need it. Um, You do. Like that's the thing. You have to you have to have that second Game Boy because to to expect that you're gonna be able to go somewhere 
and meet somebody that has the things you need and you have something right. that they want. Well, and we're we're talking about a very specific experience with very specific hardware. So I would I would like to dig into details here. Uh, it's not like having two phones that you can bump together or like one plays sound and the other scans a QR code. Two Game Boys was part of it, but you also needed mm-hmm. that linked data cable. Oh yeah. Oh man, that thing was the bane of my existence. Yeah. I had like four, and they all and they would all go missing mm-hmm. or break down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they all had like um weird like pre micro USB ports on them. Yeah, always proprietary Nintendo ports. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then when you got the Game Boy Advance, yep. they didn't have those same ports anymore. Right. So you needed now a new link cable to mm-hmm. connect your older games to the newer ones. Yeah. Oh, right. They would have uh like old style to new style. Mm-hmm. Old style to old style, new style to new style. Yes. <laughs> so that you could do advance to advance. Big and question. It, it hurts huh? my brain. Yeah, what's up? What's the first Pokemon that everyone should take? Mm-hmm. And I know, I know this is insert, this, this, this is a difficult question because they all change. Are we going to be completionists and go game by game? No, I, okay. I think like we just go type. So they, they always oh, have okay. the three types. Yeah. They have grass, they have water, and then fire. Well, I have a very unsatisfying answer. Oh, my God. It varies based on generation. Uh, if you're okay. playing through the first game, the first generation, you never want to pick Charmander. I know everyone, <laughs> you want they want to pick Charmander. He's, He's the, the fire worst. guy. Yeah. But the first gym leader's rock. Right. And uh, Charmander can't learn any fighting type moves up until after that point. Wow. So uh, you have to either grind up a Nidoran, and who wants that? Right. Or you can go for Bulbasaur or Squirtle and just beat the guy. Yeah. Wash him away. Mm-hmm. But I guess knowing, uh, like, I guess the 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 exception to that is like, I think outside of Pikachu, the most recognizable character mm-hmm. in Pokemon is Charizard. Mm-hmm. Like, you I, think so? Yeah, yeah, I would say. I think it depends on how how you approach this. My answer would have been Jigglypuff. Oh, because mm. I am a big, big Super, Super Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers fan. fan. Oh, yeah. yeah, but Charizard was in that game too. Uh, eventually. Sort of. Yeah, eventually. Well, no, I mean, he was one of the Pokemon that you could throw. Yeah, so he's. Yes, he shows up as uh, a Pokeball, right? But that never doesn't really make him one, yeah. a character. Uh, and then when he becomes playable, that's only—he's um, one third of a lineup when right. he plays the Pokemon trainer. And I think Charizard being recognizable is really purposeful because it's like you got the cute one Pikachu, and then you have like the cool adult one Charizard. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's badass, and exactly. his tail's on fire. Exactly. Which I always thought was weird. Does that does that burn like a, a wick? Is there like some kind of wax inside of his body that, that's slowly I mean, being drawn out? You also out? think about Bulbasaur that's got this like giant pod Honestly, on his back. That I kind of get. Like we, okay. we got hybrid creatures in the real world. Lycan is a mix of um, like, uh, well, I'm messing it up. It's, it's fungus and uh, and algae. And so it's like yeah. two two things that live, co-live off okay. each other. So sure, like a turtle thing that has a, a giant flower on its back. Awesome. Like messed up, but right. but sure. But like fire is physics, man. <laughs> like what's going on there? But it, it does. I also think of Squirtle as sort of the the most when it evolves, it kind of has like two normal. It has the like the normal change, mm-hmm. but then it's final. What is the normal change. Well, so like you think about like a Pokemon is like this cute little thing that then evolves into this like teenager who just like wants to complain all the time, mm-hmm. and and so they have like that attitude look about them. Yeah. So like, um, whatever, I always, whatever, dad. Right. I mean, yeah. you look at like, um, uh, like oh, I can't think of it's uh. With Charmander's second of all, Charmeleon. Charmeleon, mm. like Charmeleon, definitely walking around like f y'all, right? And then you get like Charizard's, like whoa, dragon. And then you get like you had uh, Bulbasaur, 
Ibisaur and then Venusaur. Mm -hmm. And Venusaur looks like this giant, like hanging gardens of Babylon. Sure. Like that's, but then you get, you get Squirtle, War Turtle, and then you get Blastoise. Oh, yeah. And Blastoise has cannons. Right. Like how, like evolutionary wise, though, like even in real life, Mm -hmm. how? (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, this, this comes down to a classic creationism versus evolution debate. And uh, oh, I'm gonna forget the name of this thing. Uh, there's a there's a beetle that creationists often hold up as uh, as living proof that evolution must be wrong. Okay. Because this beetle has glands that, uh, as a defense mechanism, it will mix these two chemicals. And if if mixed wrongly at any point, like the beetle would literally explode. Uh, so it has it has these two chemicals that like when mixed they burn super hot and that it flies out of its butt and like will literally melt your face and uh creationists are like that could never have evolved because that's like super dangerous right the first one that tried would have died uh i mean it turns out like evolution figures this stuff out mm-hmm. but uh, but i think it has to be similar there are other like little bugs in real life that have like gears inside their legs oh, like yeah like literal gears and that's really mm-hmm. yeah it's to make that. them uh jump hard it's not it's not a type of grasshopper is it it's um it's it's actually like the larva of some like larger bug mm-hmm. some sort of like waspy thing and uh it, when it's young it has gears in its legs so that it jump real far all right well so okay i take it back blastoise totally realistic <laughs> yeah totally, totally realistic, realistic. <laughs> all right, so uh you're currently wearing this wonderful magic carp um yes t-shirt it he's is the king the king and i mean uh Talk to me about the first time you you caught a magic carp. Did you know about Gyarados? And then at that point, were you willing to try to evolve it to get there? So no, I did not know about Gyarados. Mm-hmm. I was uh, and and sorry, just uh, let's just say for me because I'm pretty ignorant about a lot of Pokemon. Uh, what's a Gyarados? Uh, Gyarados is so this little puny, gross carp thing evolves mm-hmm. into a large dragon. Yeah. After you grind it up to like level twenty. And Gyarados is incredibly good. And how do you grind uh, a fish that's only move seems to be like flop? Yes, yeah, splash. It is splash. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you get it up really high level, it can learn tackle. So that's when you're in the big leagues. So so it will either splash in a puddle mm-hmm. or like land on mm-hmm. another creature, and that's all it can do until it gets to level yeah. twenty. So the way that you uh, get it up there is by uh, throwing it out at the beginning of a fight, and then being like, never mind, mm. and throwing someone else in to actually beat the thing. And nice. then later on in games, they they you were given shared XP, mm-hmm. so that was another easy way to do it. You just, just kept it, it in your party. party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about like with the uh, the double Game Boy trick? Can you swap them back and forth and and get some points that way? You can, but it's not a very like long termy sort of solution because yeah. if you trade them once, then the amount of EXP they gain goes up. But mm. uh, if they get too high level, you can't control them anymore. Oh right. Uh, and I actually want to dive into some of this later, but I, I want to finish your uh, your Magikarp story. Oh yeah. Uh, so I was I was one of the fools who mm. purchased a Magikarp for five hundred Poké Oh no. Yeah, in game. And uh, at that point, even in real life, I have a weird thing about spending money where it's got to be worth it. Right. So I ground him up till he learned tackle. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna make it. I was worth gonna it. make it work it worth it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I th- I think of other Pokemon that you have to like purchase within game, mm-hmm. uh, like Porygon. Mm-hmm. You know, you never see that Pokemon in the wild because it's just so- some sort of 
like weird three-dimensional yeah some computer program yeah it's a, it's a lab created yeah. pokemon mm-hmm. and it's just like, wait in the, in the lore of the game it's a computer program yeah yeah you can <laughs> move in and out of computers. i guess that makes it an electric type nope normal what? normal yeah what is normal normal is that just i'm not special <laughs> yes yeah normal normal types are just sort of like eh, pokemon mm-hmm. like they're the ones that are closest related to um like real animals Oh yeah. So like, right? Can we talk about uh, for a minute the weird Pokemon that are just like strange humans? Oh yeah, like Hitmonlee. And oh, Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. Yeah, that are that are just like that's just a dude. It is. Like, well, you just I mean, put a guy in a thing. They're based off of Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee. That's super weird. And it, in the in the Pokemon lore, humans are also Pokemon. Oh, I just oh, want to no. throw that out there. We're all mm. animals. So how how many times has the Pokemon trainer been caught in a Pokeball? You know, they say. That the manufactured ones can't catch people, but the old ones made from apricorns can. Oh wow! That they just like this. This is one of those things that I I like also about the like sort of like refrigerator lore. Like when you think about the game after the fact, it's not actual lore, but man, that is a sick dystopian world. Yeah. Like, like there were some there were some wars that went yep. down, and like everybody must have died. Well, I I like to think that like there the the story behind like Mister Mimes. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like those were once humans that had lived in a a pokeball for too long, mm-hmm. and then like somebody was just like, "Oh, what did Grandpa have up on the shelf? Oh, that's a that's a human in a pokeball." And then they released them into the wild, and they don't know what to do, no. and they haven't talked to anybody in years, so they mm-hmm. become mute and then just have psychic powers. It's very upsetting. There are lots of like creepy pasta type things about Mister Mimes online. <laughs> Because I, I mean, exactly in the right. in the cartoon, um, Mr. Mime was the what was it the like this manservant for Ash's yeah. mom? Like <laughs> that's like a legit thing. Mime servant. Yeah, like that was. Uh, that's very upsetting. Uh, all right. Well, I, I would like to switch gears a little bit uh, since sure, we're sure. starting to run out of time. Uh, Asher, what what is like your Pokemon jam right now? What's good in Pokemon for you? Oh, uh, well, I was in really into Pokemon Go. I mm-hmm. got into it way after like everyone stopped playing it, mm-hmm. but uh, I really like that. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon uh, Quest. Yeah, that's a good on game. my phone. Yeah. So that's uh, is that a newer one? Yeah. yeah. So Pokemon Quest has sort of thrown every Pokemon into Minecraft mm-hmm. and oh. made them all into like cubed shaped creatures. <laughs> they stole the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and then it's literally just a a game in which you go level by level, and you you have a party of three Pokemon mm-hmm. that you cannot control in any way except their special move, mm-hmm. and you can have them run away. Okay. But then when you try to make them run away, they never go in the direction you want them to go. Um, there's a lot of problems with the game that I have. This, this is with augmented reality, right? So no, 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 no. So it is okay. literally just a, a game. Oh, I gotcha. Um, and it's a mobile So at game. least in the game, you can just run and go catch them again right. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, you can't, you don't catch You attract them Pokemon. with food. Yes. Oh, my God. So there, you have a base camp yeah. that you are given a pot Mm-hmm. And then through while you're you know going through the levels, you're collecting materials, right? And then you throw it into the pot, and then you have to then go and like go and face five more chapters of the game, and then five. Well, it depends depending on the strength of the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then they just like once it's done, you go back to base camp, you hit the pot, and then it pops open. Now the fun thing is is that uh, you don't know the mixtures to bring what Pokemon mm-hmm. to what. 
Um, there are 18 different recipes, uh, and they all bring out a different type of Pokemon. And so you right. get this, you get this animation of this like shadowy figure running into your camp. Oh Lord! And then it opens up. It's like, oh, you you have a Pikachu. And then, um, what a horrific world once again. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to sit down. I live in the woods. I'm going to sit down and cook. Yeah. And I know that every time I do something, something. is going to run into my camp. At least uh, it's a friendly something. Yeah. Well, in, for now, like <laughs> in this version of the game, I can't wait for the next patch where it's like PVP. Yeah. I like this game though, because it does again have a, uh, battery system. So you can only play like five, five times per game. But you don't. You it isn't like necessary to like purchase a yeah. refresh and anything. You can just let it build back up. Oh, I see. All, all of the uh, Nintendo sort of mobile games, I feel, are pretty good at yeah. the not trying to milk children for money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mario, or time. Like yeah, I feel Mario like N- Nintendo is one of the few that's taken to heart the idea that like too many hours of video games will rot your brain. So mm-hmm. They've started building in the like, hey, get out of here. Yeah. And I'm never excited, I'm excited about the new Pokemon game for the Switch because mm-hmm. it does combine. Oh, yeah. uh, Switch Pokemon and uh, um, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go yeah. Mm-hmm. My my only concern is that the full package is going to cost a hundred dollars, and I'm going to be forced to buy it. Yeah. Well, because you get that fun Pokeball, mm-hmm. but you get to put one Pokemon in that you can't ever open it because it's not a real thing. It's just no. a ball that lights up. Yeah. Does so, that, how does that work uh, mechanically? Is that like part of the NFC tags that they use? So I think what happens is like you turn it on, and then it just reads to your phone the yeah. whole time bluetooth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and okay. so like it it's just like counting your steps because like they did that right. yeah they did wanted, that with pokemon this go is one of the things i wanted to come back to is like pokemon has been for nintendo i think one of the most interesting ways to like they've always innovated with weird inputs and mm-hmm. uh controller styles and pokemon i think has been one of the ways where they've been able to do this and not make a big deal about it because the diehard fans are like hell yeah give me this pedometer that i will then hook up to my game boy uh but yeah, like uh, so. So this seems like another entry in the, in a long series of like weird Pokemon level up gimmicks. Yeah, well, I mean, they, the I think the biggest one before this, and and at Pokemon Go, you had like a a wrist switch that you had that like mm-hmm. it would vibrate or or light up when you it were would close, vibrate to when you're close to a Pokemon, Pokemon, yeah. and then you just oh. hit it. So this was cool that it's actually like a Pokeball. Um, but I I'm I'm gonna test you on this one. What okay. what N64 game? I think it was N64. Might have been GameCube N sixty four. Where did it? Uh, you you actually had to have another peripheral to play oh. a Pokemon game. Um, I think I so I don't know what okay. you're trying to get at. But... Hey, you Pikachu! Oh yeah, the microphone. The microphone. I had oh, one. Yeah, of those. yeah. Like you actually could like talk to Pikachu. Right. One of the few games like that was actually used in a handful of games for this was Nintendo sixty four. Right? I think it was Nintendo yeah. sixty four. Yeah. They had a handful of games that could do the mic thing, but but that was the only one that made sense. <laughs> it it's like... funny they uh, they had it. They came out with another mic for the Wii systems because they were trying to push like a bunch of karaoke games for the okay. Wii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they also re released Hey You, you Pikachu. Pikachu. Yeah. Damn it! They know what they're big, doing. I was a big fan of uh, Karaoke Revolution on yeah. the Wii. Actually, yeah. Uh, GameCube uh, before that. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. Weird that you plug the the U. Essentially, I learned that that's when Nintendo started using essentially USB for okay. their controls. They were a proprietary plug, right? But, uh, like that that weird mic that you would have for Karaoke Revolution was just a USB mic with a funny plug on the end. Hmm. Yeah, pretty neat. Uh, Bombardier beetles. Oh shit! That's that's a good name for a beetle that will eject uh, hot noxious chemical spray from its abdomen with a popping sound. 
I'm really surprised there isn't a Pokemon based on it. Uh, oh, yeah, weird. Uh, there's so many Pokemon, there must be. I mean, there's Pinsir, but he doesn't, he doesn't shoot. shoot anything out of his butt. Is there a Pokemon that explodes as its primary attack? Yes. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it's like, not a bug. Yeah, oh, okay. it's Electrode. Uh, I mean, uh, Voltorb. Voltorb. Geodude, uh, even. Just blows itself so up. A bunch, a yeah. bunch of them. Graveler. Yeah. I mean, that's just pain in the butt. Mm. Kills a Nuzlocke real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Well, I'm afraid we're about out of time. <laughs> hold for... on. Hold on. Yeah. He just, Asher just dropped dropped a wonderful term, yeah. and I, I don't want to leave it. Yeah. So let's if we could touch. So Nuzlocke. Uh, Nuzlocke. Yeah. Uh, could you explain that to our listeners? Uh, yeah. So a Nuzlocke is an alternative play style of Pokemon where you uh, change some of the settings and make some decisions uh, where every time a Pokemon faints, it's dead and dead. you have to release it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also have to nickname them all so that way you get attached yourself to them, get an emotional attachment. Right. And you also have to change a couple of the battle settings, but that's not nearly yeah. as important. It's like permadeath mode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, if it's... you're interested in watching it, um, one of our favorite, uh, I would say... Comedian luminaries, uh, Griffin McElroy. Mm-hmm. He did it for Polygon. Um, oh, nice! So it's on YouTube. You can take a look at it. And his is really good. It's yeah. like very cut and dry. It's not like some of them get like boring and yeah. drag on. But mm. of course, McElroy humor, and he does get attached to these Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Watches them go. Yeah. Uh, well, Asher, uh, before we uh, end the interview, is there anything that you would like to say for people out there who are? Not sure if they should try getting into this game that has like a 20 plus year history. <laughs> uh, I would say definitely get into it. And uh, if you can, I, I'm a huge supporter of emulation as sort of mm. an entryway, especially there are older versions of the game that you can't get necessarily anymore. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'd say start with Gen 2. Start with Crystal. You get access to two uh, two regions. It's the best bang for your buck. And then nice. if you like it from there, go on. I like that. Pokemon value. Uh, great. Well, Asher, thanks for being on the show. Um, before we let you go, would you mind playing a different kind of game with us? Oh, I'd love to. All right. Well, that means it is time for everybody's favorite game on the show. Buzzed in too early. Hey, let me finish Eh. the question. Eh. Yeah. Uh, this is the show where, uh, or sorry, this is the game game. where, uh, Jonathan is going to find game reviews for us and Mm -hmm. he's going to read out just the first sentence. And so just like on a game show where, oops, I buzzed in before the question was done, uh, Asher, you and I are going to have to guess what specific game or franchise, uh, Mm. he's talking about. Jonathan, can you tell us a bit about what you found this week? Uh, yeah. So I found a website that had rated back in 2012, the 50 greatest, uh, video game Back franchises in, sorry six years ago yes 2012 wow. okay uh, good. specific date Up would be date. september 25th yeah. so almost um so i'm just gonna pick a few uh anything wow, i was about to say something snarky like think of all the new stuff that's come out since then but most of the games i can think of are all old franchises or reboots yeah uh so i'm gonna pick a few and uh, i'm gonna take out any like mention of the name of the game mm-hmm. if it's there yeah um and your g- job is just to figure out what game it is all right, let's do it. All right, so here's our first one. And the first sentence is, From blood-stained bunnies to pyramid-headed psychopaths, the weird world of blank continues to disturb and frighten all players who enter its eerie grasp. All right, I know this one. Ooh. Yeah, I have it. For some reason, the name is gone, but they made the movies out of it. Yeah, it was uh, all over the PlayStations. Mm-hmm. Terrible um, movies. Yeah, that movie. Wait, multiple movies? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I only saw the first one. I think some of them were like direct-to-TV. Oh, wow. Well... 
I'm kind of interested. Uh, uh, Silent Hill. Yes. Yeah, that is correct. I, could yes. not, uh, I don't know why I couldn't remember the Silent stupid Hill. name. Uh, all right, here's a that was a good one. Man, good job. It's good. I yeah. I really like that series. That's one of those that uh, is also like kind of hard to go back and get into. But I think the first yeah. was probably the most interesting. Horror games age the worst, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Just so you guys know, um, there are nine Silent Hill games as of 2012. Wow. And that was from 99 you, to 2012. Are you counting the one that was sur- sort of but never released? It was like released oh as the God. demo and then pulled back. Ah, uh, that was such a creepy game. Oh, you played it? I watched it on mm. Game Grumps, and sure. it was so good. Uh, I wish that game got, actually got made. Uh, all right, here's our next one. Uh, blank followed us from childhood to adulthood with tight pr- platforming, quirky bosses, and a protagonist that shoots lemons. <laughs> it took a twist at the end. A protagonist that shoots lemons. Is that... Earthworm Jim? God no, but that's okay. a that's a that's a not that's not a good guess. But also, it's his platforming yeah. is not. So tight. don't. So I, I'm gonna. Read <laughs> I like the, Earthworm Jim. Yeah. But like that is a slap. I'm gonna game. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the second sentence. Okay. We kid. So it's not real lemons. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I know it then. Wait. I I think I still don't. It's not Mario. Is it, it is not Mario. Oh no. no. It is Mega Man. It is Mega Man. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mega that makes Man. sense. I never thought of them as lemons. They look like little lemon drops. I can see. Yeah, I, I see that. But I always thought of them as like stretched out baseballs. Uh, here we go. Here's another one. All right. Or uh, eggs. I thought of them as eggs. One thing we gamers love is to see. Uh-oh. He's yeah, the frozen sen- up. The sen- <laughs> I'm going to read how the sentence is. And it okay. just doesn't sound right. One thing we gamers love is to see is our favorite characters plucked out of their usual element and placed in another. That's all we get. Yeah, that's okay. all you get. So it's a Mario blank Prob- game, probably. It could be it could be Mario Party or Mario Kart. Yeah, and since all we need is the franchise, we could just go with Mario, which I'm 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 kind of for. Unless it's Smash Bros. In which case it's anybody. Mm-hmm. It could be even in 2012 there were like 60 flipping characters. Um, so what's your guess? I'm just gonna guess Mario. Okay. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna get more specific. I'm gonna say Mario Kart. It was Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh, you had just it. Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Nice. Because uh, that's a franchise. Uh, here's another one. That's true. Uh, decades ago, role-playing games had only been exclusive to the truly nerdy and fantac- uh, fanatical. That's it. Skyrim. Mm. Skyrim came out in 2012. <laughs> Couldn't it be on this list for that reason? Could be. Uh, uh, yeah. I Dragon Quest. Oh, those were really popular RPGs, but I don't think they came out with many in between like 1999 and 2012. Right. Yeah. Oh, that, that that don't think of that as the 1999 is the limit. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. What? So, so are we talking like Ultima games? Yeah, this is forever. The Silent Hill was just based off of oh, there was right. only nine Silent Hill games oh, starting okay. in 1999, and then uh, yeah, weirdly, I'm gonna go with the, like the Ultima series. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dragon Quest. Uh, the correct answer was Legend of Zelda. <laughs> what? Uh, we're gonna do two more because the RPG. At this point, RPG. I'm really interested yeah. to see what number one on this list is All with right. Legends of Zelda here. But this is number 24 on Make the list. Make them quick. Clock is All right, burning. Here we go. Uh, you know what game series has one of the most dedicated fan bases? Pokemon. Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Uh, that one was actually uh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, that was a twenty twelve. Yeah. That was definitely a twenty twelve setup for sure. Uh, hold on, all right, number one. Oh no, okay, that's just remember all the Kingdom Hearts fans. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. All right, so number one on the list is Super Mario Brothers. Number okay. two on the list is Pokemon. But here is number three, and this is going to be very interesting. Um, as the overall breadwinner for EA. The Blank franchise is one of the most successful Madden. franchises in the history of video games. Madden. I was going to say FIFA. All right. You say Madden? Yeah. You're saying FIFA? The mm-hmm. correct answer is FIFA. Nice. All right. FIFA has been uh, played since 1993 mm-hmm. with FIFA 94. Oh, yeah. With FIFA 94. <laughs> of course. <laughs> there you go. Just like a car, you release next year's model while it's still the previous year. Uh, the, <laughs> Pokemon would have been really funny. Short for Blank... Blank had the type of explosive impact that you would see with a pop band. That's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a pretty good sentence, though. Yeah, I think I might have gotten that since it's like very few games other than like interesting Japanese games are like short for yeah. anything. Digimon, mm. digital monsters. Pocket monsters. Uh, well, we did a bad job in that game, and that's okay. You did pretty good. <laughs> you can't, you can't I mean, you nailed Silent Hill. Were you hitting Silent Hill real good? And you, yeah, and you you got you had Smash Brothers, but you let it go. I'm okay with that. That's fine. That's a that's like also my real life experience with Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Asher, thanks so much for uh, for being on the show. I was happy to be here. We appreciate your insight, and uh, I'm sure we'll have you back when the new Switch version of oh, Pokemon geez. comes out. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, any final thoughts for uh, for the folks out there? Uh, yeah, if anyone has played Gen 7, everyone should have a wishy-washy on their team. Mm. Nice. Think about that. Uh, well, folks, this has been another episode of Will We Catch Them All? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, gotta get them. See y'all next time. This has been another episode of Will We Catch Them All? We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters. Thanks, guys, and cast through these are our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksoft Network at peaksoft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.